Good morning from Westpac and welcome to another Finance AM podcast. I'm Ramesh Baez, the Westpac Market Strategist. In the financial markets overnight, we saw bond yields again rising amid some hawkish comments from Fed members. That again weighed on equity markets. The S&P 500 is down 0.7% on the day. And currencies, well, they were pretty much a mixed bag and in net terms didn't really uh, make much movement in either direction. In the currency markets, the US dollar index is down just 0.1% on the day. Uh, The pound sterling was pretty volatile. It rose from 111.71 to 113.36, with much of that move coinciding with the announcement of uh, Prime Minister Truss's resignation in the UK, Uh, but it has since fallen back to 1.1220. So net terms, no major movement. And the Aussie dollar, uh, well, it rose initially from 62.60 to 63.56 before retracing back to 62.87. So again, little net movement. Same story for the Kiwi, initially up from 56.60 to 57.42, but retracing back to 56.80. And the Aussie Kiwi cross, it ranged sideways between 110.53 and 110.89. In the interest rate markets, US two-year Treasury yields rose from 455 to 4.61%, making a fresh high since 2007. The 10-year yield rose from 415 to 4.22%, making a fresh high since 2008. Markets uh, still price a 75-point hike at the next meeting on the 3rd of November, but their peak Fed funds rate is now just over 5%, and that's seen around May of next year. And Australian and New Zealand interest rates have gone along for the ride there. Uh, Australian three government bond yields overnight rose from 3.68 to 3.77, the 10-year yield up from 4.08 to 4.17%. And uh, markets are pricing the RBA still to uh, hike by 25 basis points. Indeed, there's a chance uh, of a 50-point hike according to the markets. Uh, and the peak rate is seen at about four and a quarter in November of next year. For New Zealand markets, they think the OCR will be 75 points higher at the next meeting with a chance of 100. And uh, the peak rate for the OCR is seen now at 5.4%, and that's in May of next year. Commodity markets uh, saw Brent crude oil uh, little changed at around $92. Copper only slightly lower, down 0.4%. Gold's unchanged, uh, but iron ore did have a 3% fall to $91. Now, uh, there were bits and pieces of economic news out. I'd say none of it was um, significant for markets, apart from, uh, for local interest, uh, the PM Trust resignation. And uh, for wider global interest, the hawkish Fed speak. Uh, now that Fed speak uh, came from a number of quarters, but uh, notable were Harker and Cook. Harker said he expects a Fed fund rate of well above four percent by the end of this year, and he's very disappointed about the lack of progress on inflation. Uh, he wants to see uh, a sustained decline in a number of inflation measures. He did say that the Fed should probably stop hiking sometime next year, but he wouldn't rule out additional hikes after that, after a pause, uh, if it was necessary. And Cook said inflation is too high, uh, it's got to come down, and uh, they'll keep at it until the job is done. 
um, which will require ongoing rate hikes and then keeping policy restrictive for some time. Now, those sort of comments are not exactly new and fresh, but they do reiterate, uh, indeed perhaps amplify, the hawkish resolve of the Fed, and I think that's what markets latched onto. Now, on the day, what's out that could be market moving uh, in the global calendar? There's really not a lot to get too excited about. And even locally, uh, New Zealand does have the monthly trade balance. Um, the deficit is expected to remain wide given the strength of imports. Uh, but trade data in New Zealand hardly ever attracts market attention these days. And then further afield, uh, there's not too much to get excited about. The US economic calendar is bare. So I'll close it off there. Thank you very much for listening. I'll be back again same time on Monday morning.